It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode podcast, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite guests over my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, my guest is Kamiti in which means that would be spelled M-E-A-T-Y in there. Correct. Uh, Bridie Elliott. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Um, that's how you wanted to be introduced. Yes, comedian, um, which is Latin. Oh, well, that's interesting because most English words are Latin-based. Right. But we usually say comedian, which might, may or not be Latin. But they're not connected. The, these two words aren't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. This is just a. Oh, so, word. but it's a coincidence because you do do comedy. Right. That's, it's a funny thing. I, I do. I have to explain this a lot. It, to be honest, it's, you might want to cut it out because it just seems like it's blocking a lot of just getting to the, to you. You know what I mean? Right. But it's funny because a lot of people misspell comedian. That's mm-hmm. how you say it, right? And, uh, so they, they, uh, look up comedian right. on Google and the first thing that pops up is me. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So they to be the get a lot one of traffic. Search, to get be the number one search on anything is it is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do a lot of people search that word though? <laughs> a lot. Huh? A lot more than you think. No, you know what the first thing that comes up for me when you Google me? Was, have you Googled me? No, today? I have not Googled you today. Um, rehab. Really? And I don't know what it is. Really, I haven't That's... like found the origin of it. I've never gone to rehab, so there's. Have no... you looked at the links that it's come up when it? Yeah, there's this one. There's this one like blog post somewhere that talks about like my dad. It's like SNL darling uh, goes to rehab, and then I think it like tagged my sister for no reason okay. and tagged maybe me. I don't know what it was. Though. That's really weird, though. But 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 the thing is. It would be, that means when it pops up, that means people search for it. Right. So that's like, even if there's a story that somehow messed it up, that means that people are just like assuming. Well, that's pretty cool though. I know. I, mean, I think it gives me an edge. Oh, yeah. It does make it well, like, wow. Yeah. Well, I found that because for uh, the show I write for, I show right on the show at midnight and we searched some of the comedians to come up with like an introduction for them, right. you know, based on their internet, um, whatever their presence mm-hmm. and for most women comedians it's uh their name and feet feet right yeah. that's Are, the second. do you have feet yeah also? <laughs> yeah 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 that's for every i think across the board for every woman on the internet now, i wonder feet. if that's if it's that it's a lot of guys doing it or just a small amount of guys doing it a lot you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, like yeah. continuing to search for it because that's I guess I understand that that's a fetish, but right. that means a lot of people have that fetish. It's very strange. That is strange. Because I've never, I've never met someone firsthand. I've only heard stories from other people that like they knew someone with that fetish. But... I took an art class in college where we do figure drawings of um, nude models. And it's disgusting. The, which uh, the new the human body is gross. It's horrible. Um, but they, the teacher would. I, I think he'd ask the models, but take pictures, but he'd focus on their feet a lot. And, that, and then the, the rumor around college was that there was never any film in the camera, which, funny. which is amazing. <laughs> um, so um, we're here to watch a TV show. You chose, why don't you say what show you chose to watch? Who's Eve Karst? Who's of Courts. And that is House of Cards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have trouble do you, reading. Do you find that out? <laughs> That's you have to watch a couple episodes. Right, so okay. you haven't ever watched. You have never watched an episode of this show. I've never watched an episode. I'm going to. And today. as we're as we're recording it, this um, the second season came out last week uh, on Netflix. All episodes. So it's in the where everybody's talking about it. Fantastic. And. Do you? Why did you choose this particular show out of any show? Um, I guess because I, I think I'll understand it the least. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I want to watch it just because I, I just I catch up so late with things. I I've never seen Breaking Bad. 
Um, oh man. Okay. I've, I've never seen Mad Men. I've watched like a couple episodes here and there and now I'm sort of like just getting into girls, you know, and I've never watched it before. Not that I avoid, well, I guess I avoided it for a while because everyone's talking about right, it. Right, you right, want right. to form your own opinion, that sort of thing. So now what is, what are your TV watching habits in general? Um, on when I'm throwing on the television, I watch a lot of Guy Fieri. I just, I really like Guy Fieri. Diners, drive-ins and dives. Is that show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm aware of that show. Wow. Yeah. You just got a little bit more uh, cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That, that's really funny because most Americans know that. <laughs> that's not like a hidden fact. It's a cute, quirky thing that uh, we share. Sweet. And then, wait, does he have other shows too? Um, he has a show with Rachel Ray. Oh, like a competitive yes, show? Yes, where it's like celebrity cook-off. I think there's celebrities on it. Or they it might like migrate with like kids and stuff who cook for both of them. And then they get to judge. Or they have teams. I've only seen that once because I don't like Rachel Ray. She can suck my penis. Right. Yeah. Which you have. <laughs> Which I have. It's on my lap. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I I think he's really entertaining, and I always like really. Actually, there I was let down once. I went to a restaurant that he uh, went to, and it was horrible. You went to a restaurant that was featured on the yeah. show. On which one? Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Diners, drive-ins, and the only one that matters. Right, exactly. Yeah. Triple D. Uh, oh my god, I yeah. say that too. Yeah, I well, I had uh, uh, Charlie Sanders was on this podcast. He's also a comedian, and he watched that show, so I didn't know it was called Triple D into that. But, oh, okay. but I was a, I know the show. All right. My dad's a fan. Good. Um, but what was bad about the restaurant? Well, the the thing that he liked on the menu the best was the turtle soup. And I was like, I, I've had turtle soup once before, and I was like, I'm going to try that. And what, Did you like it the first time? I did. Oh, okay. Have it, you had it before? No, no. It's, it's turtle meat, I guess. Yeah, it's like lentil soup with turtle meat. Um, it's, it sounds disgusting. And it yeah. kind of is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I it went there. It sounds and it is disgusting. <laughs> but it's great. And um, I went there to this restaurant in Pennsylvania, and I got, I was like, I'm going to go all out and get, um, what, I got the steak and bake, which is a steak and a clam bake thing, or no, a crab cake. And it was horrible. Like the worst food and the turtle soup was disgusting oh that's a bummer uh and they had a sign with guy fieri autographed you know that he had taken a picture of himself and put up there <laughs> i'm sure he didn't he do took, that he took the picture he printed it out and he framed it <laughs> he came back and put it up yeah. um yeah so you you kind of realize a lot of those restaurants are probably bullshit, you know. Yeah, you have to assume so. There was one um, kitchen nightmare in my neighborhood, and it was a true nightmare. I had been there before. Oh, really? I had gotten yelled at by the um, the guy who owned it. For what? For for not knowing that the Italian ices were homemade. Oh my god! Yeah, he That's was. Funny. I was like, we. I love these Italian ices. I told so. A total compliment, right? I was like, I love these Italian ices so much that I look for the same kind when I'm in. Manhattan is like, these are homemade. You don't see the sign. I was oh like, God. Oh my God, I'm complimenting you. Like you can t- correct me, but right. don't be a fucking asshole. That's about really it. funny. Um, and the, the whole episode was about basically about how he was a nightmare, but he, you know, stemmed from every one of those episodes is depressing. Yeah. I think it was his parents died or something. So yeah. I don't hate him. I like Robert Irvine. I don't know who that is. Isn't that the host? Of- no, that's, oh, no, no, that's Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Robert Ir- Irvine does like the restaurant makeover. Oh, okay. He has the huge arms and the tiny head. So you're more of a reality show or like that type of show. An American Horror Story. An American Horror Story. But Horror you've never... Story. Story. <laughs> um, not to be confused with the popular show American Horror yeah, yeah. Story. But then this... What's your? We're gonna watch an episode. You let me pick mm-hmm. a random episode. I'm picking. Let me just double check. I think this is the episode that I wanted to pick. It's episode. It's chapter eleven from season one. Mm-hmm. And I told you that it's a sp- sort of a spoiler episode. Do you know any? Do you know what, how much do you know about the show? In I am assuming that Kevin Spacey is the president. Okay, not true. <laughs> and. <laughs> 
It's about the government. Yes. Okay. So you're 50% correct. <laughs> right. So to give you just a little backup, uh, he's Frank Underwood. He's a congressman. He uh, was passed over the first episode of the series. He was passed over. He was promised that he would be the um, vice president for the second term. I think that's what it was. I don't know what that is. Uh, the vice president is the, um, you know that there's a president. This guy is like, okay, if the president stays home sick. More or less. He's right. the vice president. So he, because he gets passed over, he and it was sort of promised him, he seeks revenge. So this first season is him sort of seeking revenge. The episode that we're watching, Chapter 11, I think has, if it's the right one, and I could be wrong, and afterwards I'll feel like a moron, but I think it has one of the shocking moments from the first season. So if listeners haven't watched this... Um, plug your ears. Plug your ears for the rest of the podcast, but keep listening. <laughs> keep listening to the episode. But if you're, if you're listening... Run out of your house. Don't look back. But if you're wearing headphones... Keep them in, but just put another layer between your the ear and the f- phone. Toilet paper. Gauze, whatever. Um, do you want me to set it up any more before we watch the episode? Uh, Kate Mara is in this. Right. She's th- Rooney Mara's sister. I wish I knew who that is, Rooney Mara. I'm a terrible person. Really? Well, I probably do, but I don't know. Girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, I wa- I saw that. Yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> I saw that movie. Did you see Side Effects? I did see Side Effects. She's in that, too. She's What's she in? Which one? Who's she? Is she's she the, the wine? one that's sleepwalking in, in Side Effects. You s- Which one's? Kathy think- Zeta-Jones, Jude Law. No, I'm thinking of a total different movie. I'm thinking about the... Um, what's the... I'm thinking of Sideways with Paul Giamatti. <laughs> that was good, too. Yeah, that was good. I don't think I've seen Side Effects. Uh, Man, I re- we have it's, uh, different reference points. Yeah, t- completely. Um, but z- Totally different pages. Totally different pages of the same... But cut from the same cloth. And But uh, what's her name, Mara, in this one? I uh, think her name is Kate or Katie. Katie and Mara. And I only know it because she's on American... Horror story. I believe she plays Zoe Barnes in this, who is a good character. So uh, I should root for her. She, yes. And she is, uh, I guess I could IMDb it right now. Should I do that to make sure? Um, she is a journalist in the show, and she sort of has a um, an interesting relationship with Kevin Spacey in that she she's sort of like... Who doesn't? I know. I go back and forth on that man every day. Do you really? I do. Because um, I admire his work, but then I also think he seems kind of like a shithead. But then he also seems very articulate and sweet. What makes him the shithead? I don't know. I just don't trust him. Like, I I don't want to be alone with him waiting for a friend to come in and, like, being in a waiting room, you know? Yeah. Creepy? Creep? Or Um, asshole? I think like a little of both. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that Peter Serafanowicz? That's his name. Yeah. Peter Serafanowicz. Him do Kevin Spacey. No. Ah, it's so good. He does like an, uh, an actor studio workshop as Kevin Spacey. Oh, that sounds great. And it kind of, he plays kind of an asshole, um, Spacey and that's maybe that's painted my perspective. That might, but that's a great, if an imitation can make you rethink the person, then isn't that something isn't that just what life is all about i think so and i looked up and uh kate mara is zoe barnes so we figured it out so you say mara i say mara mara i say mario i say you do yeah everybody makes fun of me that's funny um so why don't we check out house of cards season one chapter 11 what are you expecting in this episode we're 11 episodes in first season I'm expecting the pot to start boiling over. I'm expecting people to get burned. You couldn't have set this episode up any more perfectly. Thank you. Let's check it out. You know, when Claire and I were first married, we talked about having children. I told her flat out I didn't want any. It was selfish, but honest. I didn't have a particularly happy childhood. I suspect you didn't either. You see, no person avoids pain 
And I just didn't think it was right to bring a child in knowing that. But now when I think back, I, I realize that I was cowardly. I see you, and I think, well, there's a brave man far braver than me. Just checked out House of Cards, Chapter 11, Season 1. Spoilers happened, and yes. we'll be talking about them. Um, what were your impressions of the show in general? I thought it's really cool. It's really moment. There's a lot of moments in it. Yeah. Like, just, it's nice that it takes its time with things. Uh, yeah. I really, Kevin Spacey is amazing. He's really great. Yeah. It's cool. We were talking about when it first started, but it's cool that the show exists at all. Yeah. Because it's a Netflix sh- original. Right. And people say it was the first, but Lily Hammer was with um, little Stevie Van Zandt, which nobody's have I know has seen. And um, yeah, it's like awesome to see Kevin Spacey just be like really, really good at acting. And it's a pretty cool drama. Yeah. It's very, it feels like a... A player. Yeah, I like the way he talks to camera at a certain point. It's just perfect for him because he's so he takes his time always and it's really like small choices going on inside his head at every point. It's really cool. It's really nice. And I like all the actors you don't know who they they're not like, oh, that's the guy from. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Well, that guy who plays, we'll give a little synopsis in a minute, but the guy who plays Peter Russo is great. Yes. And he, I saw him once in my neighborhood in Brooklyn and I told him that he was really great. That's awesome. Because he's, the big spoiler is that he, he dies in this episode. Passes away. He passes away. (laughs) Thank you. He moves on. And, uh, it was a bummer. It, It was a good story arc, but. Like, he's just great. I wanted to see more of him. Right. You know? Was there any uh, gossip surrounding why he died? Like, did he want to be off the show? I or? doubt. No. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah, that would be... He's like, I, this is my biggest thing I've ever done, but I just don't want to be on it. Um, They're not paying me enough. Yeah. I also, I don't... I haven't read enough House of Cards gossip, so I might have missed it. Yeah. But, um, no. Um, and he was cool when I met him. He... He talked to me because there was a pigeon under my chair at the place that we were oh, eating. So that's good luck, is it? Yeah, is that really, or is that just? Uh... No, that's not good luck. Okay, it's bad know. luck. It's just a strange. Yeah, it's just a strange thing. Yeah. Um. So let's give like a overall synopsis. Um. Do you think you'd be able to? I. I mean, I think you got most of the. I mean, it was pretty followable. It was pretty followable. Um, the only thing that I really don't understand is like the crux of what is Kevin Spacey or Frank Underwood trying to, I know he's trying to be vice president, that's right, not a yes. spoiler, but in this episode he proposes what in order to further along this process. Great. So at the beginning of the season, he gets, he gets NBC, NBC, New York, um, at the beginning of the season, he gets passed over for the vice presidency, and he's like, looks to camera, he's like, I'm exacting revenge or something, you know, something like that. So, basically, what happened, the main arc for Frank Underwood in this story is that the vice president um, had gone on tour with Peter Russo. Peter Russo, uh, at the beginning of the series, we see him, and he was caught with a prostitute, and Frank Underwood. Did I say this on mic or just too off mic? Um, I think you might have said it on mic. I don't know. I'll just give a re-up again. But uh, at the beginning of this series, uh, Peter Russo sort of is uh, – he has a DUI, and he's with a prostitute, and Frank Underwood, Kevin Spacey, gets him out of it. Right. And he says, now, from now on, basically, you do as I say. 
or I'm going to crush you. So he builds up Peter Russo. He gets him sober and he's like, you're running for uh, Congress uh, for Pennsylvania. And it's a very important uh, like linchpin for the Democratic Party. Right. For the next election, which is coming up. And the vice president of the United States, which is basically whenever the president's sick, that's the vice president. Right. Uh, if he has a fever or if he's just like having a you know wrong side of the bed type of day, vice president takes over. That's for all of those who don't know American history and the inner workings of politics. But this is where we live. This is where – and we're in – and then again, yeah, we're in the United States, which is part of the right. world. And um, so the, in episodes leading up to this, the vice president had gone on tour with Russo to sort of, I think, support Russo and make him look good and be mm-hmm. like, this is our guy, you know, uh, we're supporting him. And then uh, Peter Russo, I guess, I forget exactly what happened, but Frank Underwood got him, uh, Peter Russo, drunk uh, or got him back on booze and, and he messed up an interview on on the radio. But the uh, other bigger thing for Frank Underwood for Kevin Spacey is that he wants the the vice presidency because he was passed over. So what basically the linchpin that you're talking about is that he wanted he said to the vice president, you should run for what Peter Russo was running for because he just fucked it. Mm hmm. And the big plan is you step down as vice president for the during the reelection, and all to and and in his mind he wanted to be like and but he didn't say this out loud. And then when the president reruns for president, I'll be the vice president. Right. So that's basically right. what what happened. Yes. And then. Um, wow! I can't believe I was able to do that. Yeah, it was great. That's awesome. We can stop because that's it's not going to get better for me than being able to do that. Me neither. Just to listen. Um, so, uh, so I mean, were you? I, I, what was? Uh, which char- What character were you into? What was like the? Mo- what were you interested in the episode? What was like? Uh, what okay. did you latch on to? I, um, I guess the Peter Russo was the most compelling because he was the one that was the most in pain this episode anyway. yeah it was just kind of and you know the fact that he i don't know if i'm supposed to say spoilers but i guess you just whatever we already did it they're gonna be a million so people know that he's dead he's oh, dead. right he, he, i he said he's away, dead right? he passed away. he moved on <laughs> we're not we're just not <laughs> yeah every time we say it we have to we have to um yeah and but I don't understand really why Kevin Spacey felt the need to kill him if he was already going to like turn himself in and like. Well, here's the he thing. Just... So Kevin, basically, Kevin Spacey, yes, Kevin Spacey, uh, Peter Russo is drunk. He's on a bender, and Kevin Spacey like drives him home and basically turns on the car and makes it look like a suicide uh, in a garage. And I think the reason he did it was to be like cut the ties with this guy. Make sure that there's no like thing leading back to Frank Underwood. Um, I forget exactly why he did it. Actually, it seems yeah, it seems like maybe there was just like he like that guy was gonna try to speak up about everything. Yeah, about everything about yeah. the po- politics, the process. Oh, and about and about um, he wanted he uh, Russo wanted to turn himself in for the initial uh, thing where he got the DUI and prostitution, and, and Frank Underwood got him right. out of that. So right. I think that's part of it. Um, I really liked Robin Wright, and is it Robin Wright Penn still or no? I don't think it is. I really like Rob Robin Wright Penn. Maybe. Penn. Um, you have to boyfriend. say it. It just sounds better. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool name. She's like super powerful in this show, doesn't she? I, I don't yeah. know. Have I seen her? I don't know if I've seen her in a lot of stuff. Forrest Gump. Oh, my God. Whoa. I didn't realize really? that. Yeah. Jenny. Yeah. Whoa. My mind was just blown. That's like the only thing. I mean, she's been in a lot, but that's the only thing that comes to mind immediately um, that I've latched onto of her. But uh, no, she's awesome. She's in a lot. She's in good stuff. She's I, can't in, think I just of feel like I can't. I'm going to look her up too. But her in hair. This, her hair. She just looks so powerful in the show. Yeah. Isn't she? In this episode, she she goes like back to an old lover. Yeah. And uh, who's like a Dave Navarro? 
with yes, blonde hair. Yes, he's totally like you know. It's funny. He's the type of person that he like wears like a sort of like a dangly necklace and yeah, stuff. He and has he, like rosary beads and, and he a like v-neck. you know like a super expensive leather jacket that looks like rugged and, and like he doesn't care about what he looks like, but he obviously does. Yeah, and that's the type of look that I think would think doesn't really exist in life. But this morning I saw a guy that like was wearing yeah. like three necklaces that were like, and I was like, why does this type of person exist? Yeah, it's weird. There are those people out there walking around with dangly necklaces and Don't, dark d- jeans. Yeah, and uh, she was in. She was in. Uh, not. I mean, she's in the last castle of pledge. Unbreakable. She was Princess in, Bride. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, she's in tons of stuff. Yeah, she's in like iconic stuff. Toys. I guess I just never. Yeah, she's the prince. She's the Princess Bride. That's her character name in the wow. Princess Bride. Um, do you find? Don't you? Do you find in LA because you're visiting LA from New York too that there are more people who look like her lover in this? Like yeah. That, yeah. Oh yeah, that, definitely. It's just that look. You know what is weird too, and it often baristas look like that. I think, or at least the the one near my house does, and uh, or where I'm staying. I don't have a house. Um, that's fair. I'm That's sorry. Fair. <laughs> uh, don't for if you pictured a house that she has, Bridie does not have one. I don't own a house. Yeah. I can't do that right now. I wish I could. Oh my god, um, there are tissues over there. Yeah, but uh, uh <laughs> um, oh, baristas here always act like you're not there to order coffee. Have you ever had that experience? It was like I walked in and there was no one in line, and this guy was just like opposite, like. Uh, across the counter from me and he's like hey i was like hi it's like i love your coat <laughs> thanks i'm gonna have a lot like it was yeah, just like, like it felt like awkward and he was like it, it just felt awkward for me to actually because then now do it feels gonna... like you're imposing by asking because you're now you're like locked in a conversation right. and now it's like we're friends but right like i took an uber last night and like we had a really good like not you know not a great conversation but we were like talking but then every once in a while i'll be like uh it's a left here right, right. it's a right there you know yeah which just feels super weird yeah but i've noticed that waiters and waitresses here they don't like in the here is first of all this is my stand-up but the difference between new york and la is that they like will keep on going conversation wise they don't know when to like right. in new york everything's like all right, now let's get down to business. You yeah. know, we're all doing our thing. But yeah. here it's like, oh yeah, to keep, keep yeah. talking. And they hear they hear what you said. Yes. While they're like cleaning up Ex- someone yes. else's and like <laughs> he's on to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so weird. It is it's weird. It's very strange. And the waiter or waitress like inevitably take sides over who you're who they like more at the table especially Whoa. if it's a boy or a girl you know what i mean just depends i haven't experienced that I've, I've experienced that where it's just like suddenly i'm like being ganged up on oh my god that sounds horrible not physically <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd hope not that'd be a terrible i'd have heard of that I, yeah about that a lot of people get bullied by waiters um, there now in the show, uh, the princess bride is sort of going back to this old lover and you had a prescient, you, you had a, oh my God. You, we were keeping notes on our phones and you wrote something down and then a line happened in the show and you said, I just wrote that. It was, it was insane. I'm still coming. Oh, those are my photos, not my notes. I'm really bad at iPhones. Um, Okay, so I said, Robin Wright's BF seems free. And then um, 30 seconds later, it's like, I can't be free like you. You're so free. Uh, you yeah. can't be free. So it was just well, Now, what, what did you mean when you wrote, he's free? What were you thinking? Like, what was that? Like the dangly necklace. The dangly <laughs> So just V-neck. people who wear V-necks are free. Yeah. Yeah, his whole thing was, I'm an artist. He has his unreal studio in New York. He's a photographer. And and the whole storyline there is like, I think she runs this charity type thing, but it's all sort of power play stuff. And and I think he took, fo- he she uses photographs of his to get money for this mm. charity. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's totally like, because her character is like she's all in this political world, and in this in this episode and the episode before, I guess she's sort of like. Where do I want to be? You know, right. like she's trying to find herself again. Yeah, because 
you didn't get to really see it in this episode, but her and Kevin Spacey have this really like business like actually you do see it at the end of this episode because when she when he texts Robin Wright that that uh Peter Russo has died, she like knows she has to go back and like right. be there for the cameras. Right. Yeah. Is that weird? That is weird. I also thought it was cool how they showed I, I mean, lots of shows are showing text messages, but it it does like it it was necessary or it looked it, it was necessary because that's part of their relationship. Yes. Is the texting and texting huge news. Yes. Um, which people do now. Yeah, know? it is. It does feel and, and they do this other thing on they don't have it in this episode, but when they're texting sometimes like Zoe Barnes, who's the the uh, reporter that's had a weird relationship with Kevin Spacey, when they text, when they're typing, they'll just show it sort of on the screen, right. like as a little thing, and yeah, it's like that's clever. This is what we're this is where right. we're living. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess you don't. See, this is like a very now show. Yeah. Um, and I was telling you before, but or I I said we t- maybe talk about, it, but um, there's this like. Basically, this speech that Kevin Spacey gave at some, I don't know if it was an award show or like some, you know, convention of some sort, but about how revolutionary Netflix is. Mm -hmm. And it's totally true. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy because he's like all these channels, you know, how like now it's pilot season Mm -hmm. in La La Land and like all these channels spend millions and millions of dollars doing like 15 pilots Maybe one makes it to air and most likely that only lasts like six episodes and then they just like cancel it. That's just sort of the model. And instead he was just saying like this show cost so much less to just say we're going to do 13 episodes than any of, you know, like just a teeny, teeny, tiny bit compared to producing all those pilots. Yeah. And it's like a cool different model. Yeah. It's nuts. It's it's great. Yeah, it's good for it's good for us. Yeah, because um, we just signed a deal with Netflix. Yep. What's it called again? Um, what's the deal called, or what's the show called? Show. The show's called "Hey Guys, This Is Our Show." But didn't we? Wasn't there something like we subtracted some of those words? Oh yeah, it was. Hey guys, this. Hey guys, this. Yeah, no comma. Hey guys, this. I think it could go either way. I mean, tomorrow morning. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be there. Yeah, I don't know either. I need to get coffee. Yeah, well, you have to talk to that barista at your in your neighborhood. Um, I also noticed the uh, uh, there's I've noticed in this show there's like a PS3 product placement. Yeah. Um, I thought he, that was funny. That, yeah, he uh, Frank Underwood once in a while he'll play, in this season he'll play PS3. Yeah. Um, but in this one he just turned it on. It said PS3, and then he didn't play it. And I was like, that's sort of weird. Yeah. And then I've noticed in the new season, which I've only seen a couple episodes of, that there's a lot more product placement. Oh, really? Of PS3? Of Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, interesting. Uh, Green Mountain Coffee. Ugh. And um, are you not into that? Uh, I don't know. I don't have an opinion. Um, <laughs> I uh, did you hear the lady, um, the lady who works for the president? That I don't know the specific title of. She's oh. not the secretary, right? Yeah, I she's forget like, her name. Yeah, the she's assistant. the she's the go between between like Frank and the president. Did you hear her say he's holding the cards close to his chest? Yeah, the house of cards. Yeah, so. Do they do that every episode? They I also yeah, have a follow-up question. They don't do that every episode, but I didn't realize that that was totally House of Cards style. Right. What's your follow-up? Um, is Kevin Spacey trying to do like a Southern Gentleman? Yes, he's definitely doing the Southern Gentleman. It like comes and goes. It sort of does come and go. And it's interesting, too. What did you think of him talking to camera? Um, I liked it. Yeah. I appreciated it. I definitely warmed up to it because when it first started, I was like, I'm not into this. Mm-hmm. And then in the, they do this pretty funny thing in the second season where the whole episode, he doesn't talk to the camera. And then, am I ruining this for you? No. I don't and then at the end of the episode, he like, he's looking in the mirror and then he turns to the camera and is like, 
I bet you thought I wasn't I was done with you or something like that. And then he gives this awesome monologue at camera. Oh, that's cool. And then basically says like fuck you at the end to the audience. It's awesome. That's funny. It'd be cool too, like I like the way they ended this with the speech and the credits rolling. Yeah, they're giving the speech to the press about the death of uh Peter Rousseau. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if he was talking to talking like to himself like to camera and the credits rolling that'd, be, that'd cool. be awesome i like when people do fun stuff during the credits that's just me yeah i do too did you ever see spice world um the 1997 film about spice girls yeah i'm gonna guess 97 i did not see it uh at the end they do a really fun thing with the credits what is it they're like stay tuned for the uh till after the credits and then they're like <laughs> they told everybody that's yeah. like supposed to be an easter egg <laughs> yeah and then at the end of the credits it was like hi you there like yeah you like don't leave yet we're not done with you <laughs> i i really enjoyed it <laughs> so okay like you like... built that up as super funny <laughs> really really funny they keep keep doing it um, so if they had something like that, they, you that, know what I mean? Yeah, they I agree. Need something, something like this. They need Jerry Holloway. Is that her name? And I looked it up. It was Jared. 97. Jared Holloway. <laughs> Do you know that there's, have you ever seen the movie being there? Yeah. With, uh, Peter Sellers. Yeah. Shirley MacLaine. Do you remember what happens? At She's the, in that, right? Mm, maybe. I'm looking it up. You, it's. I'm amazed because I'm not great with ref. I mean, like I know some uh, actors and stuff, obviously, but all the ones that you name and know, I don't know. And all the stuff that you know, I have no idea what you're, you're talking about. Um, but it, I'm so, and I. So this is why we haven't. There's not been one sentence that is correlated to another. But it being there, Peter Seller. Do you remember what happens during the credits of that one? Yes. The, it's yes. The, it's the. It's it's, yeah, it's like the bloopers where he can't he can't do this one scene. He keeps laughing. What's it? How does it go? This um, messenger, please tell Raphael. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's him. Like it's so good. But he, I think, I think I read this somewhere that he believed that he did not win an Oscar because of that. Really? Because that undercut the whole movie. Interesting. Is that really interesting? Yeah. Interesting. I think it's like the perfect button to that movie. That was like, uh, not to be crass, but that was on my Facebook. I remember like, just like my bio, this thing. Whoa. Wait, which thing? The, the YouTube clip of the end of being there. And how is that? Would that be crass? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know. I guess it's it's not crass. It's just kind of cheesy. That's right? not cheesy. I think it is. I, I think it, like trying to say anything on like Facebook is kind of plaza. Yeah, I, I yeah, I sort of have a weird relationship with Facebook. I don't really like know how to do it, or I'm like, I just don't want to. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. But oh, you have horrible. to be on it. It's an infection that we all have. I think I unfollowed 90% of the people I'm friends with. So I only <laughs> see the same like 12 people's Facebook feed updates. And then I'm like, I sort of now because it's only them. I'm like, now I'm sick of just seeing them. Right. So you want to see more. And I want to see more. Um, so I need to just, now I'm going to, tonight I'm just going to go on a friend <laughs> frenzy and just friend everybody. You should, you should subscribe to all feeds. I'll just like everything. <laughs> Guess how many followers Vin Diesel has on Facebook? On his, how many people have liked his page? 250K. I think it's like 17 million. Oh, wow. Gosh. Just a little, just a little trivia. He seems like if he walked in here right now, he would be really nice. Oh, yeah, totally. It'd be like, like you offered me almonds and I was like, no, thank you. I think he'd be like, actually, can I have some almonds? You know, like he'd be super like, oh, meek about it. But would he be doing the almonds, eating the almonds as a favor to me no. or because he wants to? I think his, yeah, I think he would be hungry and he'd be like, uh, sorry, actually, can I have some almonds? But why, he wouldn't have to because I'd say, I'd say to him. Do you want almonds? And he could just be like, no, oh, that would be great. He'll be like, oh, heavens no. Like, Oh, he'll say no first. Yeah, like, oh, heavens no. I, I couldn't. I impose. couldn't. And right. then you'd walk away and he'd be like, actually, ooh, I, can I use almonds? Right. Yeah. He, I think he'd totally want the almonds. Yeah, I do too. Um, I really like um, getting back to uh, 
House of Cards. I really like Katie Mara, the or Kate Mara. I don't. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about that scene. So there's the, there's that one scene in the show that's pretty weird, like not creepy, but like mind fucky, right? Right. They're all like basically um, they have this weird back and forth sexual relationship, and like one hand washes the other type journalist politician thing. But no pun intended. To which part? One, the, one. <laughs> the, the one hand washes the other. Oh, because there's that whole scene where they were washing each other's hands. Right. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, she like strolls into his room and starts like taking his wife's clothes and putting it on and stuff. Yeah. Which they fit her perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And they look like they have completely different body right. types. And then, as you pointed out, she had her, she took off the dress and she had a what looked to be a strapless bra on and you were like that doesn't make any sense she had a hoodie on before why would she be wearing a strapless bra right and then she walked away and you could see that she had just let down the straps and so to be fair i didn't yell at the screen (laughs) i didn't go that doesn't make sense you did and you paced around and was like beating your fist i was brooding sweating (laughs) just pushing my hair back yeah freaking the fuck out i almost left yeah that was uncomfortable uh but she's yeah, there and there's all this like uh she rips open the sheet of the not rips open but rips up the sheet where she, the side of the bed that she sleeps on and she put on her perfume. So so it's that oh right. So it's basically that she is a miffed lover like mistress, right? Yeah, because um she had had this relationship with Frank Kevin Spacey and then I think in the episode before Robin Wright Penn, the Princess Bride, goes to her goes to Zoe Barnes, Kate Mara's apartment, and like is basically like you don't fucking know, you know. It was just sort right. of just being sort of alpha, right. and being like I know what's going on. Right. He's fucking using you. All this weird shit. Right. I liked how you said Frank Kevin Spacey. It made me think that someone's name was Frank Kevin Spacey. That'd be a great name. There was a. I was watching. Uh, HGTV, um, Home Garden Network, television. Oh, okay. Oh, the T. I thought the TV stood me. for N Network. Right. Yeah. No. Don't. I think television, but I'm not gonna quote myself on that. Um, and there's this couple on House Hunters looking for a house, and the neighborhood. I don't know what part of the country it was. Like probably um, Midwest. Uh, they were looking in was called Chevy Chase. Yeah, there's a town called Chevy Chase. Where is that? Um, isn't it in Maryland? Oh, okay. no, maybe no, no, maybe idea. not. I forget, but it's a real place, and it was there before Chevy Chase. It's so funny. Yeah, it was like they kept being like, "We really see ourselves in Chevy Chase." Like they're just <laughs> like kept saying Chevy Chase, but no reference to Chevy Chase, and it was, it was a guffaw, is what it was. You know what? Here's what Chevy Chase needs to do. I don't know him. I don't care about him. No, I didn't mean that, but I don't, you know, whatever. But here's what he should do to rehabilitate his his uh, image, even though I don't think it's that bad right now. No. He should become the mayor of Chevy Chase. That'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that'd be amazing. I mean, and everyone would vote for him. Who wouldn't? Why wouldn't you? It would yeah. be so notable. I think I would vote for him, and I'd I don't t- usually vote. I think I'd probably move there and vote. Yeah, do it you have to move the well you have to be a resident interesting that's how the political process works so you can only vote for the president if you live in Washington DC area nope. in the United States okay so that's why they were mad in the show that's why everybody's mad the whole time it was because everybody in the United States can vote <laughs> That's the whole underlying thing. Okay. You, I got that slightly. Do you follow politics at all? Um, no. I, I mean, I, I, uh, I appreciate them for yeah, what they are. For what they are. <laughs> uh, but I'm not, I don't, I guess it, cause it always, it starting at a young age, it feels like it always was like this stump of arguments that would come up during like holidays between relatives that I wouldn't know how to weigh in on right. and just since then it's just been this dead end for me just like eh. yeah yeah i sort of yeah like i keep up a little bit but obviously more when 
elections are happening, but right, like there's so many things about this show that are seem much more interesting than what actually happens in yeah. politics. But I like, I like, I wonder how seedy the world does get in DC. Like, there's got to oh, be. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, there's a ton of seediness, right? And I want to fucking know. I know. We a lot of people wearing makeup, if you know what I mean. Um, you mean like makeup? Like, well, yeah, and like covering up the scars. Right. A lot of politicians have scars, and that's like the most, that's one thing that we don't know. <laughs> but like, yeah, but I wonder if people are still like bugging people's offices and like scheming and doing weird shit like that. Well, there was like a time, uh, you know, did you ever... I am smarter child on aim. No, is that, is that the thing that would, it was like a robot that would respond to you on instant messenger. Yeah. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Um, I would talk to it all the time because I didn't know who else to talk to, you know? What? And I would just like try to get it to respond. I would say like crazy shit or like sexy stuff to it right. and like see what he said or she, I pictured a he, um, but it was just a robot, and it would be like, I don't know what you're talking about right now. Or, like, come again? Like, winky face. Like, just, it was like it was the like first Siri. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And uh, it would, you could type in your zip code, and it would give you free movies. But anyway, I would. It would give you free movies? <laughs> Let me rephrase. <laughs> it would tell you. What movies are playing in your hair? So you just, if you just type in the zip code with no more information, just be like, here are movies. This is what's happening. Yeah, that happened once or twice. But usually it just showed you showtimes for uh, your local Regal or Bowtie or whatever it is. What's Bowtie? Bowtie Cinemas. I don't know what that is. What about Hoyts? Mm -mm. These are all like New England. I know United Artists. I don't know. Columbia Pictures. I know. Warner Brothers. <laughs> okay. So, um, but my friend went on my account, um, and was like saying like dirty shit to people in chat rooms and stuff. And then like they, I am smarter child and said, I'm a terrorist. <gasps> and I was so scared Whoa. for like, for like two years that I was just going to get tackled in the middle of the night. Holy and like, shit. Like, Wait, who was this? Who did that? My cousin, actually, not my friend. Wow. Yeah. My older cousin who was tr- trying to like tease me. And, um, yeah, I was, mortified. I wonder if you said to Siri now, it was after like nine 11 too. It was like hyper alert. It was like, you know, you buzzwords were like kind of right. Like, like you'd be super scared to, 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 to say bomb, to, to say text bomb. bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not that I text bomb all the time. <laughs> and also like I slang. think if you just texted that one word that wouldn't like, connect with anything it's not enough context to give to make it bad like but, i'm having a party tonight and then you say bomb but if you i wonder if you went on your siri right now and just kept saying i'm a terrorist and responded i'm a terrorist i'm a terrorist because they log that stuff all that information does go to apple yeah so so she'd be like are you still a terrorist i dare you right now to use siri and i don't know if i have siri or I probably do, right? I just I'm like I'm so nervous it. that I won't do it. Like I have it, and I'm I I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it either. We're not. I'm still do scared it. about Smarter Child coming back to me. Like I'm scared there's going to be a knock on my door someday, and he's going to be. Do we like, know what, who created Smarter Child? Because that also sounds like a, th- a, bad, a thing in a movie that ends up being bad. Should be a movie called Smarter Child. That there has should to be. be a movie. Yeah, I don't think there is. <sighs> Writing it. You're writing the movie, and we speak, and... Act one. Girl typing. Cut to bowtie cinemas. Whoa. It's raining. Princess Bride is there. Chicks and dudes making out. Yeah, they're all outside of a movie theater (laughs) making out. Now, where do you think... Would you keep watching the show? Um, Yes. It's a it's a very uh, you really have to play, pay close attention, which is a horrible trait of mine to zone out um, uh, when people like you are talking and uh, just in general. It's it, it, I need to like be on the plane ride home and watch them. Mm-hmm. I need a, a set like to set my day like this. Now, do you find that 
because you more now watch reality shows than something like this. Was it always like that, or do you find that now more now more you're watching more real now more you're more watching more reality shows? Um, thank you. I'd like to answer that question. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, no, I, I've never actually. There's some shows that, like by accident, I've just wa- watched the entire. Uh, thing like peep show that show on love peep show uh i love that show but it really happens by accident like i don't i never seek things out show wise i usually watch a couple episodes here and there but i never stick to the full run which is very symbolic whoa what's the symbol i'm trying to do it for you oh yeah you're doing in the air with your finger it's sort of like it looked like sort of an ampersand with a, a colon in it. I'm going to get it. Tattooed? A shoulder. Awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Um, no, yeah, I, I just think... Also, I'm just... You're just so inundated with so many things, like web series I should be looking at and, like, or watching and, you know, just... I feel like I'm more prone to watching movies. I watch more, a lot more movies mm-hmm. than TV shows just because... After an hour and a half, it's done, and I've consumed it. You, you're you're finished. Yeah, finito. And I think I just feel more responsibility, and responsibility weighs on me. Whoa! Wait, you <laughs> feel more responsibility towards TV shows? Like, like if you start it, you're like it's bad if you don't continue. Yeah, I, it's sadistic. Wow, that's a lot of pressure on yourself. It's a whole lot. Yeah, I, there's some shows where I would just like give up on or. And it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Right. I mean, I... You're still you. I'm still me. But after you leave, I might continue watching all of season two of House of Cards and make that the rest of my day. Because you've gotten your appetite wetted. No, well, the reason is because while I was... uh, My appetite is wetted, but... Is it wetted or wetted? You got your appetite wetted. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's wedded. Okay. And when I was I was looking, I was trying to figure out which episode was it that this happens. Do you think I picked a good episode, by the way? Oh, yeah. You liked it? I did. There was a lot of heat in it. And I specifically picked it because it was the most shocking episode, of the fr- I think, of the first season with the death of Peter Rousseau. Kevin Spacey doing it. Spoiler alert. Passed. And, uh, but when I was looking, I was just looking at, I couldn't figure it out really quickly. So I kept on Googling and using Wikipedia and the Wikipedia for season, like for house of cards ruined a major plot point in season two for me. Oh no! So I was like, fuck now I just sort of want to watch it. So I don't like more stuff, even though it totally probably ruined the biggest thing. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. It's a, but who cares? And I also don't mind that much. You seem upset. I'm fucking furious. <laughs> I mean, this is just as bad as that fucking strapless bra. Yeah. Wikipedia is a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, it's strange because people can edit it or, or you could submit edits to it. I think there's a spoiler alert on Wikipedia. I'm not saying it was, wasn't was not your fault. No, it wasn't. But I feel like there should be somebody who's editing it and being like, because th- this wasn't in... Uh, it was in the overall series for House of Cards. I was looking for season one to see if they matched it. And then I was just scrolling through season three and they gave away a huge plot point. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's, bu- that's freaking bullshit. Does this podcast have a Wikipedia page? No, it doesn't. Uh, Guys, somebody out right. there build it. Yeah. Can we do that? Can somebody do no that? No one's going to, if we don't have a Wikipedia why you want people to spoil this episode? No, you just you have to have a Wikipedia page or else you're nothing. Yeah. Do you have a Wikipedia page? It's we're in talks. I don't want to I don't want to spoil I don't want to uh jinx anything, but uh I've been talking to a few people up there. Up at Wikipedia. <laughs> wow. Seattle. That's where they're based. I think in Seattle and Detroit. Mm, two big uh, hubs for internet encyclopedias. It's this lady, Lady Norma, and this guy. And they don't know each other. That's really weird. It's, <laughs> it's sort really of like funny. That, 
ban the postal service. Yeah. But I think they knew each other. I don't know. Right. I don't know enough about that. But, yeah. Um, but because they sent each other the music and they went back and right. forth. And, yeah. I'm, I think Norma and the guy have sent each other like links, like, look what I made. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they've built something huge out of that. I love Wikipedia. What to have you, do you get lost in wormholes on Wikipedia? Uh, I do because like, It'll mention other things. Yeah, and it'll and just keep It'll going. be in blue, and so you have to click it. What's uh, a recent wormhole or a favorite wormhole that got stuck in on, on Wikipedia? Oh, man. You know, I really just like them all. Wow. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I don't know if I can think of one off the top of my head. I think, like, you know, we, we talked about uh, Peter Sell- Sellers blaming that part of the movie on not winning right. an Oscar. I feel like I'm going to Google that. And then I, that, I, I, that'll be the next one. I'm reading um, the autobiography of um, Jim Henson. Oh, I got that for my boyfriend. Oh, my mom got it for me for my uh, for Hanukkah. And um, that is a really weird coincidence. That's really weird <laughs> that my mom gave it to me for Hanukkah and you gave it to your boyfriend for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. That is actually that is funny. Um, but they talk about when Peter Sellers was on The Muppet Show, usually they'd have... And it's funny because I, I haven't watched a ton of The Muppet Show. Um, but there would be one segment, I guess, or a segment where um, like Kermit would sort of catch up with the host. There would mm-hmm. just be like a 45-second sort of thing. And he, Peter Sellers didn't want to do it as himself. Hmm. He, he's like, I don't, I can do millions of characters. I can't be myself. Wow. And that was like his big thing. Yeah. Um, I think I read an autobiography about him too, or maybe gave up on one. And that whole was the whole thing was like, he was just so uncomfortable in his own skin. What was the uh, Jeffrey Rush movie called with him about him? Like something oh, lives of, or the secret lives something, of something, the secret lives like of that. Peter Sellers, or something like that. Yeah. Traveling. Did pants. you see that? No. The, secret, the sisterhood of the traveling pan and the yeah. Yaya sisterhood. Right. Both. No, I didn't see it. I heard it's really good, um, but I didn't see it. I, uh, I didn't see it. Um, um, I, uh, I didn't see it either. Uh, uh. Um, yeah, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. But here's now what I've... This is just sort of how you're talking about Wikipedia wormholes. What I've noticed is both a good thing and a bad thing about YouTube or, like, the Internet. When I'm reading a book, like when I've been reading Jim Henson, one of the great things is when they'll mention a specific thing in the book, like from an episode, I'll look it up. Right, that's awesome. On YouTube right then, which is great. But then it takes me so much longer to read the book. Like, it's taking me forever to read this book. Yeah. Well, it takes me forever to read books in general. I mean, now I think more than ever, unless it's a read that I can read on the subway. And then there are some books that I just don't want to read on the subway. Yeah, there are ones that are especially good for subway reading. Yeah. Yeah. That, I know because you want to put them down. You can put them down faster, like short story books or whatever. Um, but the heavy stuff, the sex stuff. Yeah. Sex, drugs, and rocks and rolls books. Yeah, you can't really um, you can't really latch onto those uh, PG thirteen. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If I if I had to ask you to predict what's going to continue to happen on this show, mm-hmm. what are your predictions? <clears throat> I predict that Robin Wright Pen Pen um, is going to kind of have another breakthrough where she's like, yo, I'm a woman and I need some love in and like, uh, going to either try to threaten Kevin Spacey with a divorce and say, I can't do this anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm in love with Dave Navarro. Right. Played by the blonde guy. (laughs) Played by the blonde guy who is Dave Navarro. Yeah. And I think, um, uh, I think he's going to need Katie Mara or Kate Mara, Rooney Mara's sister, the girl. That, with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, the girl with the dragon tattoo. I think he's going to need her for something. And she's going to be like, well, 
you can't have that unless you do this mm-hmm. and try to bribe them for some reason. Okay. Am I completely off base? With that, I think that probably happens. Okay. And then I think uh, Kevin Spacey's going to be VP. Cool. Should I now I'll spoil some things okay. that for I'll say this and this might I forget if this is a spoiler for season two. So just stop listening, guys. Do you want me to tell you one of those things? Yeah. He becomes vice president of the United States. I'm confirming it. That's great. You're very good at predicting things on this show. Cool. But the other don't need to watch it. The yeah, you don't need to watch it. (laughs) But the thing with Robin Wright, I don't I can't fully say because I'm only five episodes into season two, but she sort of doubled down in her commitment. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. She seems like a slippery slope. Yeah, she sort of looks like one, too. Yeah, she does. She's smooth. She's smooth. Her, She seems like the, she only has the hair on top of her head and nowhere else on her body. Like, yeah. she doesn't grow hair. Yeah. She seems kind of amphibian. She is, and she's very, like athletic yeah strong and her neck has this thing like here in the middle that's like this little circle there like that is intimidating it's like a opposite of an adam's apple it's um it's a annie's orange (laughs) that's sweet i like that um now uh do you have any uh sometimes i ask people if they have any suggestions for fans of the podcast which there are and i hope that they create that wikipedia page mm-hmm. um now that you mentioned it and if you guys don't i'm stopping the podcast um suggestion for either t- for tv shows to watch or anything that you would like want to pass on anything that oh or, you know um well Let's see. I I watch documentaries on Netflix a lot. Yeah, me too. I've been catching up. Yeah. And uh, there's this one called Strongman about this guy who is, uh, you know, he's like, strongest man in the world. Give it up for Stanless Steel is his name. Okay. And it's like this incredible documentary. It is so sad, but it's. uh, It's really good. It's like the if the wrestler was a documentary. Um, it, and a lot more sad. Wait, it's about arm wrestling? No, no it's about this I'm guy thinking... who's like, who can bend pennies in his hands Whoa, and he's like okay. super strong and he's like doing all these stunts, but he is kind of like, you kind of realize like he's out of it. He's out of, off his game and like, he's not as, uh, okay. yeah. And he comes from a really poor family and, uh, uh it's just, a, it's really good. Um, and then also there's this documentary called just stress portrait of a killer it's like a national geographic okay talking about what stress um does to us and it's pretty amazing i would i would i should watch i'll watch both of those i guarantee it i'm a big um documentary fan and all because you did that i'll recommend a couple documentaries on the netflix one is the act of killing which was just I th- did I? Ma- I don't know if I mentioned these on the podcast. If I did, I apologize. But uh, mm. the act of killing, which is two, uh, there are a couple Oscar nominated movie documentaries for this year on. So check out the act of killing, which is super dark, really fu- like surreal and terrible, the right. worst of humanity. Yeah. So that one's like, don't just check that out. Like, hey, let's check out a doc. Like when you have a babe with two boobs in your face. Yeah. If you have a babe with two boobs in your face, then I got a different doc for you. It's called Stress. Stress. <laughs> Portrait of a Killer. <laughs> Portrait of a Killer. You gotta get it onto that. Uh, and the other one is uh, Cutie and the Boxer, which is. Oh uh, yeah. Did you see that? No, I really want to. Yeah, that's more like it's about uh, an old Japanese artist and his wife, who's not as old, and their sort of relationship and her sort of. Uh, it's great. It's just really inspiring and yeah, awesome. Yeah, I gotta see it. Also Oscar nominated. So those are the four documentaries that you guys should watch as homework. Because the next episode. Because on next episode, you're going to be back and you're going to give a little quiz. <laughs> you're going to be back, baby. Yeah, I would love that. To give a little quiz. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, um, well. It probably won't happen, but. We'll it see. won't happen. And uh, I'll immediately forget we even talked about it. Yeah. But 
Thank you so much for coming on, checking out um, House of Cards. Thank you for allowing me to. Um, do you have any closing thoughts to say directly to Kevin Spacey or uh, Robin Wright? I feel bad for saying I wasn't sure about Kevin Spacey at the beginning mm. of the podcast. I said, I don't know if he's a shithead. I don't know if he's the sweetest man in the world. And what it comes down to is it doesn't matter. Wow. So you're saying because he was good in this, it doesn't matter what his personality is like. Not just because, you know, he was good in this. It just, just, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Not like nothing matters? Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a good way to leave it on. Thank you so much, Bridie Elliott, for, for dropping by. Thanks. I'll drop back. Thanks for visiting my house of cards. Mm. Thank you to Bridie Elliott for stopping by to watch House of Cards with me. Um, I just eat it, finished eating a piece of turkey jerky. Uh, you might be able to hear that there's a siren in the background. And I'm just sort of giving you a little taste of what's happening in my life because sometimes I just don't let you guys in enough. And uh, I hope that me and the siren going by are sort of showing you a little bit about what I look like when I let the guard down. So thanks for listening. Uh, you know, follow on Twitter, Facebook, uh, everything. It's that episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really like it. And we're keep going. We're going to have some more good times. See you next week. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos.